Yeah. Saratory Sports Pod. Coming to you live. Regrow recordings. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to rap about. John over there looking like Albus Dumbledore. Miles coming back from Belize. Oh, jeez. I gotta sneeze. Maddie Ice on the ones and twos. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. We talking anime and sports. Tokyo Ghoul. You knew how to shoot spirit bomb, all you fools. <laughs> all right, cut. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 196 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios. Bring you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? And to my right, a man that needs some introduction, the guy in his God himself, Dijon Mustard, Celine Dijon, Young Ginger Ale. You know the vibes. And chat DPT. John Mooch, everybody. We out here. We are. We out here. We're back at full strength. Love to see it. Love to see it back in the studio. Yep. I, uh, an empty injury report this week. So we always love to see that. Always <laughs> love to see that. And to my right, a man that needs no introduction. He walks with the cane not because he has to, but because he needs to. The Reform Bishop, the Reform Deacon, Mr. Worldwide West. Word to Harry Potter back off load management. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Ah, uh, yes. Yo, in in just a fun fact, in, in nine Quidditch matches, mm-hmm. Harry Potter is seven and two, and in those nine Quidditch matches, those are the only nine Quidditch matches he ever played in. So yeah, he's he's ass. Like I said, I've been saying this for a while. So System he's, seeker. He's Kawhi. System, yeah, he's Kawhi. System seeker. Yeah, bro. He's mm-hmm. he's he's ass without that system. Look what happened to them. Look what happened to him. <laughs> is he Michael Thomas? I'm just saying. Look what happened when the Weasley brothers left. Look what happened. He's, just, he's not just, lying. Hey, he's not lying. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like, like, like he got he got the tri wizard. He got the tri wizard cup champ. But that, but that's it though. No accolades. No all Hogwarts. No MVPs. Bubble like, cup. Yep. Yeah. Bubble cup. Bubble that's cup. Crazy. That's a bubble cup right there. He was he wasn't supposed to be even be in the shit. But that's neither here nor there. And to my far far right, so far right, he is in the other room. The Saratobi Salman himself. Victor the great, got robbed. Victor Crumb got robbed. The great Gabagool, Greg Posovich. The voice from Beyond the Great Beyond. Matt Barber, everybody. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. That was so enthusiastic. Word to Mr. Ball. <laughs> it wasn't even the right word anyway. Yeah. Isn't that goodbye? Yeah. Damn, Matt. You leaving us already? Yeah, that was actually my announcement. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm closing the studio. Damn. He just Matt, locks bye. us in here. That's, that's, that's kind of crazy because Matt's leaving Saratobi and Dame Lillard is leaving the great Northwest. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in Saratobi Sports Pod history, breaking news happened before <laughs> we recorded. Honestly, this is honestly the first time this anything has, has ever happened. Before. This has never <laughs> happened before. And I pointed it out when the news broke. I said, wait, hold on. I'm recording a podcast today so we can actually talk about this next to each other. Crazy. Because <laughs> my our, boy got freed. The greatest, the greatest thing that ever, not the greatest, but the worst thing when we recorded one night. 
and then literally 45 oh minutes later, Kevin Durant got that traded. That was crazy, yeah, bro. That that was bro. Yeah. After talking about all right, after bro, talking about like all right, then that's got something right here. Even you know? though Kyrie's gone, we got pieces to fit <laughs> <Exactly>. around KD. <laughs> bro, that was that was some nasty works. But this Dame Lillard, the Dame Lillard saga is finally over. After months of people thinking and speculating he was going to go to the Miami Heat, we got the watch bomb, the shams bomb today at the middle of the day. Dame Lillard is now a member of the Milwaukee Bucks, pairing up with Giannis Antetokounmpo, which means someone's asked out, and that's Drew Holiday going to Portland. No, hey, man, listen. Yes, I am. Collateral damage. And you know Drew who else? Holiday got traded to Portland and decided to immediately retire. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. He retired? No. Oh. <laughs> wait, no. Because I thought that actually happened. Cause I, I well, didn't know that. they wait. said um, <laughs> last has week been he made a post yeah. and he was like, I don't want to play for any other team. Damn. So they were like, he talked about if, yeah, yeah. like retiring. So that would be crazy. Nah, if he actually retired, that would have been like, though. I feel like, I don't know. To me, <laughs> if I did that and I got traded a week later, I would purposely not retire just so I would have to cook them every time we played. Yeah, nah. I, I don't know, though. I, I I like the trade. I think the well, trade is like... Hold wait, on. Oh, wait, go ahead, you wait, know go. who else is involved in this? Well, then, mm-hmm. yeah. Friend of the it. pod, DeAndre Ayton. Friend of the pod? Friend of the pod, DeAndre Ayton. Is he your friend? Not my friend. He's friend of the pod. I mean, he's like... He black. I, he's an acquaintance. <laughs> like, I, I, I got no problems with him. He like, black. I, I, I like root for much. everybody yeah. black, yeah. except for like 12 people. That's but. Luca's son. I mean, sure. And uh, you Luke like Luke. Well, we got Luke <laughs> in the studio right here. So. Luke got a lot of sons. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, DeAndre Ayton is no longer a member of the uh, Phoenix Suns. This was uh, a disgruntled star trade. One year too late because he was never supposed to be there last year to begin with. But they freed yeah, that, that man. Crazy. Good for him. <laughs> Which is crazy because they wanted him gone and they kept him there on shackles. Yeah, but, it was nuts. Yes, let's uh, discuss this because now that East has a new... "Quote unquote," I, maybe, maybe dare I say, super team with yeah, yeah superstar yeah, going to the I'm, another yeah. superstar. I feel good. Me, cool. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly, Damian Lillard deserves this. Y'all know Damian's my guy. I'm happy he has been freed. Um, because Jimmy's one of my other guys, it would have been cool for it to be Miami. Mm. But I think honestly, this is one of the few scenarios where I feel like a trade worked out pretty solid for everyone involved. Um. The way the, what Aiton was giving last year, like it's pretty comparable to a healthy Nurkic, honestly. Like it's not like he was doing anything spectacular. Um, and then you're getting the person you feel bad for. We pouring out pouring out for Drew Holiday, but the Bucks obviously get better, and the Sun. I mean, the the Blazers get to retool with a young star to pair mm-hmm. along their high draft pick, mm-hmm. right? So they get a big man to go with Scoot, uh, and I feel like it's a win win all the way win 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 yeah. all the way around. Um, but nah, man, I think that, you know, them being able to retain Chris Middleton and all this, and along with like actual depth piece, no one gives a shit about Grayson Allen, bro. They're talking about they need more depth or they're going to get Cameron Payne. Cool. Whatever. No one gives a shit about Mm-mm. your backup point guard when Damian Lillard just started. Mm-mm. Um, but that, that's a real, real super team, right? And the things that we've always come at Milwaukee is, um, their ability to close and their ability to what happens when Giannis is too exhausted from carrying in the playoffs or whatever it may be. And Chris Middleton stepped up. A lot of times, honestly, and we saw what it was like when he wasn't playing. But like to have the three of them, like that—that's like one of the most formidable, quote unquote, big threes you could think of, right? To me, it's like it's similar to the. Not honestly, it's better than what I think would be the Warriors' big three, though not the KD one, the other one. <laughs> no the Dre, yes, original. the Draymond yeah. Clay Steph, because like, um, you can. I think that. Clay and Chris Middleton is a pretty comparable 
pair. Mm. Um, and y'all know how I feel when it comes to the the Dame Steph comparisons. Yeah. But like, you know, Giannis and Draymond isn't a comparison, right? Um, and if they can, you know, they all their other pieces are under contract. It seems like so that's gonna be a, a team and a team that got their closer. You know, a big thing was Giannis ain't got no bag. So when it comes down to the end of the games and he's exhausted or whatever, like he'll, you know, be an athlete and make plays because he's an elite talent. But like now you have a bona fide fucking closer, a guy who wants a spotlight, who got a guy who can take and make all the shots versus, you know, force you on a certain way. Like he's matched up with a guy like Bam, which has proven to be his issue in the past, whatever it may be. They, they You build a fucking wall in the paint. You got a guy that has to keep him honest. So... I love it. Um, I'm also not in the East, so I don't. I don't really give a shit. It doesn't affect my day to day. But I'm. I'm just happy for Dame. I'm, I'm hoping they contend. Um, if they win, great. I say retire immediately. <laughs> like you go out on top. Um, but hey, man, I'm. I'm just glad now this saga is over and we can move on. Yeah. Um, happy for Dame, obviously. The rest of the Eastern Conference is kind of runs at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's just kind of. Like, the inevitable was going to happen, but this was, like, the worst-case scenario for any team in the Eastern Conference because the Sixers already were coming down from where they where they were at. They're not going to be as good as making it to the semi-conference again, <laughs> semifinals again. Um, the Celtics, they got better, but I think this move makes the Bucks so much better than them. They did get better. They, they got they, better. You, they, got, they, you had Porzingis. They, they I don't care. You got they, better. They, yes, they Yeah, had, but they, you lost your best, they, your two best defenders. They got, they, they got better. They got better. They got better. You know what I'm saying? And then the Heat, obviously, that, that's where Dame was originally wanted mm-hmm. to go. And they didn't really get much better either. So now I, I lost a lot. Lost some key pieces, too. Yeah. In this yeah. offseason. Close to those. No, I'm just saying. Like, I'm asking. I'm, I'm not. Oh, I'm I believe it was, uh, wasn't it Vincent? Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent mm-hmm. left. Oh, yeah, in free agency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Max Schroes left. And Max Schroes left. Those mm-hmm. are two of your That's very true. important pieces in those, those playoff runs. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, think Jaime might might be the truth, though. I think Jaime might be the goods. It might be. Unfortunately, on paper, I think the Bucks are the best team in the East Coast. Absolutely. Now. Like, it, it's, it's unfair because you still got Middleton. I think Portis is still there. You got mm-hmm. you got Brooke Lopez. Lopez is still there. Connaughton is still there. Malik Beasley's there. Who's there? Who, who's really? There? Who's their, who's their new head coach? See, I was I, I got asked that question today too, and I totally forgot who their new head because, coach because was. Because this is all like but I, this didn't is, know, but the, I forgot Budenholzer was gone, right, bro. But this is the other thing though that I'm that I'm thinking about it. It all depends on if the coach can put it together. Because I don't you, know, man. If I got Dame, Giannis, and Chris Middleton, bro, I think that, I'm good bro, for at least seventy percent of the game. You would think, bro. I just saw it bro, in Brooklyn. I promise you, it's not. Don't a, do that. You, you can't. You can't just 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 say that, like, because Damian Lillard come to the office. Bro, it's not as easy. It's I mean, not saying, as cut and dry. You, we see it happen more oh, often. Oh, for sure. We've seen then, teams like, hey, they're supposed to make it, and then coaching is the reason why they don't make exactly. it. Exactly. The sure. Sixers it's, are it's the prime example. Are they, are they the same? Huh? It's Adrian Griffin. Adrian is, Griffin. That was the, there. Uh, that was, oh, uh, I don't I don't think I know. Who? Yeah, I don't think I know. <laughs> Okay. We'll continue your point though. No, no, no. But really, all I was gonna say is that I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna dog walk the East. I, I, I think that's that's where I'm at. That might just be an overreaction, just because of where where we are. But I don't, I don't think anybody is close to is better than that, including like stars and role players. Mm-hmm. I think Celtics might be the closest, but they're not that I, close. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think the Celtics is really, you know, like I, like I said, they got better, but I don't think they're 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 close to where the Bucks are at. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Knicks are where the Bucks are at. Don't need to throw stones. I don't think where the Nets are at, but you know, if the 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 Bucks are healthy, that's a that should be a guaranteed final. I period. feel like I feel like based this this trade, 
like it not only benefits everybody, but it puts the Bucks in the absolute best position to win a championship. Yeah, for sure. I would say it benefits the Bucks. It benefits Portland. I don't see how it benefits the Suns. Oh, I don't. I don't. I, I disagree. I just, I just don't I see disagree. it. Because you get Nurkic, who mm-hmm. has been proven to not be that great of a rim defender. He gets right? hurt too. He does not play the point guard. Uh, not point guard. He does not play pick and roll very well at all. Granted, DeAndre, we saw DeAndre and get exposed last season, but also in that case, we're talking when talking about DeAndre and how much of that was him just having a foot out the door and just mentally checked out from that team. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, yeah, he might his play might have dipped, but maybe he just this was probably kind of him trying to force his way out. Yeah. And you know, we've seen players do that on occasion. My thing is, right, you bring in these guys, right, that don't really move the needle like that. Outside of Nurkic, who are the other I'm sorry to cut you off, yeah. but it's Nur- it's Nurkic and who Grayson else? Allen. Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Okay. Right. Those guys, and I said it before we got on air, those guys are regular season depth. That's guys that, yes, they will be there for the 82 games because we know Kevin Durant and Brad Beal are not going 75-plus games in the season. Book might, but those guys aren't. Mm-hmm. You're going to need the Grace Nouns and the Sear Littles to, you know, on those February 17th nights when you're in, you know, Charlotte. Of course. And you don't really give a shit about that game, right? But come playoff time, right, I'm just I'm just going to read through the roster right now, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, starting lineup, Brad Beal, Devin Booker, Josh Okogie, Kevin Durant, Yusuf Nurkic, right? Mm-hmm. After that... Your bench is looking like Saban Lee, Eric Gordon, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, Drew Eubanks. Mm-hmm. Then you also got Jordan Goodwin, who came over from the uh, uh, the Wizards right. in the in the Chris Paul trade, yeah. right? Keon Johnson, Damian Lee, Keata Bates, Diop, Yuta Watanabe, Bol Bol. Now, Yuta's what? nice. <laughs> I like Yuta, and Yuta's I thought, and I think he was a product. Piece. Yeah, I thought he was a product of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. You know, be, uh, just from his play, he's the guy that can be in the corner, knock down some shots. He gives you a little bit of athleticism every once in a play while. hard. Yeah. But what am I looking at here with this bench? I'm not thrilled with Nasir Little. Come playoff time, right? Outside of that starting lineup, who do you think from that roster, outside of Eric Gordon, because we know how yes. Eric Gordon get, who do you feel confident in putting, giving minutes? Because obviously the rotation is going to be probably eight or nine. Who do you feel confident in outside of Eric Gordon on that bench to give playoff legit playoff minutes to? I mean, there's still a lot of time though to make to make moves. You know what I'm saying? It's it's still it's still a lot of time. I know the season's about to start, mm. but they also can make they also are gonna and, make trades. And home. that's why I feel like I agree with you where you're talking about like how you feel like it's still benefited the Suns. Mm-hmm. Because the one, now you're moved on from a disgruntled star with like a very sizable contract. And that probably that also probably fucked up their chemistry a little bit too, if we being honest. Yeah. You play with a nigga that don't want to be on the floor exactly. all the time. That I, is, no, and you're I, supposed I, to have championship there. aspirations, right? There you go. But like Yurkic, again, that's why I say like if he's on the court offensively, he's giving something comparable to what DeAndre Ayton does. I think Ayton and he's a better a, a passer checked, than Aiden. A checked in Aiden gives you more offensively than Nurkic. Not really. We saw it. But we haven't we saw seen it the year before. When was the last time we seen a checked in Aiden, though? The year they made the finals. Right before this year? <laughs> right before like the year before. Before they put a slave collar on him? <laughs> the slave collar. So, like, crazy. That, that's my thing is I don't think it's a big drop off. And then if you make another move, Yurkic is more movable. Yeah, that's true too. Like he and you know the books look. You, yeah, the payroll is going to increase, but now that payroll isn't tied up in one person, which is harder to move. It's Com- easier to move expiring deals compared to the rest of the West, right? And what they're going to be dealing with mm-hmm. in terms of front court, right? Mm-hmm. When you de- got to deal with 
God forbid, you know, God forbid, healthy Anthony Davis. You have Nikola. God forbid. Well, if, if he's healthy, if he's, he's been injury prone, I'm saying health. Oh, wait, no. Health permitting? <laughs> health permitting, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was no, like, bro. God, health, like, you got beef with Anthony Davis? God willing, healthy there Anthony Davis, right? Yeah, I got you. Nikola Jokic, <laughs> right? Yeah. Even though, you know, we saw fraudulent on the FIBA tour, still Jaron Jackson Jr., right? There is a I lot. Don't know. I'm, no, I know. No, John, trust me. Trust me. I, I'm, I'm with you there, right? But there are quite a few big men in the West that you're going to have to go up against to get to the finals, right? And are you, are you trusting Nurkic at this point in his career? I know he's not old, but this is not young Nurkic mm-hmm. anymore. Are you trusting him to give you 30-plus playoff minutes and be able to handle some of these bigs? Because... I'm looking at it right now. If you got to go up against the Lakers, AD is giving him probably 30 and 15. No, yeah, but to be fair, people Jokic are doing that to Aiden. And no, Aiden, I, Aiden was playing all the minutes. I get that. But, but then they had to take him out in the fourth quarter. But that's why it's like, that. that's why for me, I don't understand the trade from, it just feels weird from the you Suns like standpoint. You they could have got more for Aiden? Because, yes. Because okay. you could have traded, if you wanted to get rid of DeAndre Aiden, you could have traded him to anybody else and probably gotten a better deal than just being the third team in the a third star in a big the, the, the third team in a trade that literally creates another super team albeit it's in the different conference right but you've also kind of helped the Blazers James Jones Wallen a little bit you've also helped, you've helped the Blazers definitely in their rebuilding process because now all right maybe Aiton's in a new place re, uh, rein, reinvigorated maybe he feels a little more free he's playing with a lot of great young talent and mm-hmm. Shaden Sharp Scoot Henderson Anthony Simons right yeah. uh, Chauncey's still there as a head coach I mean the jury's still out on him being a head coach but maybe Aiton can relate to him a little bit better than uh, Monty who is now gone but still because there was like the whole tie up there so I just don't understand like why did they like kind of insert themselves into this mm-hmm. trade it didn't to me it doesn't move the needle for them as much as it could have because they could have gotten more for Aiton at a different time and not have been involved in the whole Damon Lillard building a to super team, building a super mm-hmm. team and sending him to Milwaukee. That's a good point. Like, I just don't know what the big payoff here is. Yes, you do get rid of a disgruntled person that doesn't want to be there, but you didn't really do anything to make yourself that much better. It kind of feels like you're in the same spot. Well, you're gonna be well, on- I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think it's sort of just going back to the Suns not really making good moves. Like, when that Chris Paul trade happened, we all mm. sat here like, why the fuck is this a good move? And it happened to work out for them. Mm. Like, no one expected yeah. them to make the finals the year that they did. Then we go, oh, okay, this is a contender. Then the depth filled in because everyone wanted to go play for a team that made it to the finals, right? That's a good but, point. But, like, That's they, point. they haven't traditionally made moves that we sat here and we're like, damn, these are really smart moves. So I feel like now it's just sort of getting exposed. Like, what you're saying is really good points. We could sit here and feel like it, it worked out to extend to all teams, but you're absolutely right. They could have got more for Aiton. Um, I, I feel like it's a little tough as the disgruntled star where it's like they still have to put up really good numbers and Aiton's coming off a bad performance on the way out mm-hmm. uh, to get more value from. But that, you got to sit that one. You got to sit that one out and let, let the value build. The value build. Um, I, I definitely like... That's the thing. Like To me, the Suns haven't consistently been that great organization. Like I think a, a, they took a big swing in the Chris Paul thing and it didn't work out. But at the same time, like... Last year, he spent most of the year hurt. You know what I mean? Like, after they had that one run, shit hasn't been the same. They still were a solid regular season team, but that happens when you have really good rotational pieces throughout the regular season. Um, Take it but for, again, yeah. I, I don't know how great these moves are going to come either. So Take it for, to, like, literally, I mean, just... KD was a good move, though. Just, just <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But just bouncing over that, I feel like, yeah, 
is a bad team, well, a historically bad team making bad moves. And if the bad move is that, do you think that those four players that they acquired in the trade are the four players that's going to be the complementary pieces to help them win win a championship? I guess it's just to be determined. Unless one of them knows how to keep a fucking knee together. Well, I mean, listen, I feel like if Nurkic actually can stay, can stay healthy, he can be good. But mm-hmm. it's it's a big, it's a, that's a humongous if he just has that's not done thing. it. That's the thing. And that's, and that's also my thing. like, so we talk about Aiden in like a down year, right? Aiden still put up 18 and 10. Yes. Nurk put up 13 and 9 last year. Yeah. And he missed a lot of games. And he missed a lot of games. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and even if you have a healthy Nurk, Nurk is probably that's probably the best Nurk is gonna give you. That's a fact. Thirteen to nine a game. That's a fact. You don't need nah. no. You don't, you don't need more than thirteen though. I know you, you don't need. need. Like, he, he's not there to score. He's there now. to grab rebounds. Yeah, exactly. But you also don't want it to be that Kevin Durant at eight, the age he has right now, what 35, 36, yeah. to be your defensive anchor. Because right. right now, it kind of with that starting lineup, it feels like Kevin Durant is your best defender on the floor. Yeah, oh, but Kogi's, we are. But we are. Oh, a solid but we already. Oh, he is. Oh, I'm not taking Josh, anything away from Josh Okogi. Is but what you're gonna be asking Kevin. Kevin Durant to do was most likely I be feel like he's guarding the two. Going into the, going into the season though, like I feel like we we didn't think the Suns were going to be that great of a defensive team anyhow though. I don't think I think they're going full D'Antoni with Nurk honestly. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it feels like. I mean, when you Kinda. got a team with Devin Booker, Bradley Bill, and Kevin Durant on your team, you think they worried about defense? I feel like I'd rather a more athletic big. Than a I lumbering agree. big. They don't. In, in that. They, they, <laughs> no, they, no, they, no, no, I'm just saying. No, like, like, but I'm saying, like, in the terms of, like, the D'Antoni style yeah, offense, yeah, I'd rather my big man that can get up the court yeah, than Nurkic. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I meant D'Antoni in the all offense, no defense. Uh, oh, that's what yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not seven seconds or less. Nah, 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 okay. Oh, nah, hell no. I'm thinking Rockets, D'Antoni. Okay. You know, because I crossed, you know, Suns, D'Antoni. Yeah, got you, got you. But, you know, it's. I, like you said earlier, I'm just glad it's over because we don't have to keep hearing about, oh, my God, mm-hmm. people want, oh, sources are saying it's close. He wants this. Um, I also saw that he had referenced, I think it was mentioned, like, the Nets and the Celtics as place. His agent yeah. said that, and I'm like, said that he what does that do for me? He wouldn't be mad about the Nets. Like, what? That doesn't do anything for me. You could have just kept that information. That makes it worse for you? <laughs> I don't know if it makes it worse because it's like, all right, for me, right, if Dame came to the Nets— the Nets would not be a championship contending team because of what they'd probably have had to give up, mm-hmm. right? Even yeah. if even if you were able to keep Dame and Mikhail, right? Dame and Mikhail is not enough to get through the East, right? Because you would still have Drew and Middleton and Giannis and Milwaukee and yeah, then you have old, the Celtics. Old, old Bucks and everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, w- I, don't, I wouldn't say the Nets were better than the Celtics if they had Dame because it just depth-wise, there's more star power on the yeah. Celtics. But what it does tell me is that, all right, Stars uh, kind of like what the Nets have over there, at least the players. Now, it has to be, you know, determined, whatever, like how these next few years play out. And I know the Nets have a lot of cap space and things like that. But honestly, all that did, all that said to me is that like, stars aren't turned off to the franchise as I thought they would be because of how the whole Kyrie and Katie situation went down. So that's probably the only benefit out of that news I got. But other than that, like, I don't give a shit that he couldn't, wouldn't have been, he would have been okay with it. What does that do for me now? He's not here. <laughs> like, no moral victories. Exactly. Honestly, thank. No. It's no moral victories. No moral victories. So it's gonna be. Uh, yeah, the East is. Damn. That I'm just saying that Giannis and and Dame pick and roll, and you got mm-hmm. the spacing with Connaughton in the corner. Hey, and it's, hey, ah! man, it's like the one year that the East was really a dog fight. I guess this past year. Yeah. Like at least we got one year of it. But now, I mean, it's still gonna be a dog fight. I guess like in the middle of it. But the rest really, of it will. Yeah, the rest of it will. But you kind of already know where it's going. But how about the? You know what? Credit to the Bucks organization yeah, because yeah, Giannis yeah. came out and yep, said a few yep. weeks ago, "Yo." 
I don't know if I'm gonna be here long term because mm-hmm. you know everything that's going on. Obviously, Drew getting older. You know, Middleton's health be kind of shaky. Them niggas went out and made a splash. I don't know what's gonna happen. They was like. All right, we got you, Giannis. Mm-hmm. Boom, here's Dame Lillard. He said, I'm going to put myself in the best position to win. Bro. If that's not a Milwaukee, he's like, I want to win. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put myself in the best position to win. And if that's not a Milwaukee, then I'm going to go where I need to go to win. Yeah, so they cool. were like, you going to stay right here. You are going to stay right here. You're going to go nowhere. <laughs> that's a- Although, now fraud time for Giannis. Because that boy was on that whole big media tour about how he didn't like super teams and about getting it out the mud and things like that. Now you paired with... You know, one of the better point guards or superstars of our of our time, mm-hmm. at least in this you know era. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, well, I'm hoping he not, gets his flowers. That's, now. that's not really Giannis. Dame or Dame. Well, well, he got to win first. You also can't say that Giannis is on fraud, fraud alert though, nah, because it, that because, guy. He nah, say, no, veto bro, the trade. He, run, he won a ring. Veto bro. the trade. He won a ring. Veto it. If you're so against super teams, veto he that won trade. A ring. Tell the front Shut office. Up. No. Why are you mad? Because I should have had a ring. Damn it. Yeah. Well, guess <laughs> what? You don't. <laughs> Because of his big, clumsy, you Greek ass. You have the memory, though. You saw James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant on your you, team. You, At least you got the memory of you that. You could have told. Like, you took. You could have. At the same breath, did you say you could have won a ring? You could have sat here and told KD to wear a shoe size that actually fits. I'm not gonna tell that nigga nothing. That nigga was dropping 49 points. I'm gonna and tell you Keep his clumsy ass and hit my point guard. Shoe size, you would have. You would have been in the finals. Should have told Justin, James Harden to stretch a little Justin, bit more. It's time to let it go, bro. <laughs> no, I ain't calming down now. <laughs> <laughs> Time to let it go. <laughs> but, oh, no, this is uh, shaping up to be, and right before media day, too, which is kind of cool, too. Yeah. Uh, shaping up to be a very interesting NBA uh, season so far. Now the last domino to fall is where is James Harden going? My my wild take, hot take, they uh, ship Drew Holiday back to the uh, Sixers, and he rides his career out where he started. See, that's what they're saying, and I, I do think that Drew Holiday makes the Sixers the somewhat of an actual— not, I, the way the books are, it's looking like there's no one really to contend. But they make but like, him, it's they make them a yeah. They make yeah. like that fills a need for the Sixers, like so, a big need. So send him there and then send Harden to where Portland. I don't give a shit where no, you send that. Harden's not going to Portland. <laughs> if you're Portland Bro, I, I don't see. I don't give a shit where he goes because I don't think it's gonna make anything really. I don't think it's gonna move the needle anywhere. Nope. Um, but Drew Holiday can still move a needle for the team, and uh, I don't know if you saw the clip from uh, uh, Kevin Hart's coldest balls thing, the one where, with uh, Tatum, where he was like, where Kevin Hart goes. Yeah, you know, like the um, he's like the Sixers are are the real like contender for you guys. He goes, are they? <laughs> and I was like, that's Ew. cold, bro. Yeah, that's tough. Hey, man. Yeah, Drew, Tyrese, Horford, Embiid, fill that Horford's out. Horford's back in Philly. Pretty sure he's still there. He got one ring. Wait, no, sorry. Oh, I'm 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 high. I'm high. Sorry. I don't know what I. I got my wires crossed. Tobias. Okay. Tobias. Tobias. That hating ass nigga. Tobias. <laughs> Um, maybe PJ Tucker and whatever they got on the bench. I mean, they'll be competitive definitely with Drew, but we'll see. But that's uh, that's your basketball news. So yay! Shout out to us. Can we hit the clap button just because we got news? Hi, Nina. Before we recorded, <laughs> yes, yes. Love is love. Love is love. Oh boy. Speaking of love is love, we did not love football this week. We did not love football this mm-hmm. week. Eight parlays folded. I don't know if you saw my tweet, John. I didn't. Eight parlays folded by one leg. It was nasty. There was some nasty football being played in week three. And uh, it was a nasty slate. We talked about it last we week. Did? That was an ass week of football. Oh, man. my goodness gracious. That was bad. Uh, I was, what, I, I, was I was wondering though, like when y'all picked the games that y'all picked, I was like, why'd y'all pick these games? But now, like, it made, it, we it, had it, we it, had it, no, our hands were tied. Yeah, like, it makes sense. But I wasn't really, I wasn't really, I wasn't even really paying attention. I'm just like, all right, well, I guess they just these must be the best games. Fuck it. We had nothing. bottom of the barrel, bro. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, who wants to start? I'll start off first. Uh, the Jets are cooked. We're cooked. It's bad out here. Um, I'm not having fun anymore. Haven't had fun since the fifth snap of the uh, <laughs> Monday night game in week one. Uh, this is bad. Zach Wilson can't throw the football. He's got no confidence. The coaching staff don't got no confidence in him. That's I don't care what what Salah is saying in the press conference. He's supposed to say that. He's a head coach. He has to back the quarterback. Yeah, he can say he that doesn't. in a press conference. No, he but doesn't. He does not, not believe. In the room. No. They don't believe in he this nigga, not. bro. He does not. And he, he does doesn't not. have it. Does Send his ass back to Mormonville in Utah. I don't care. Yeah, you he heard not, about he does not have to support him. He does not have to publicly support his quarterback. Yo, I well, you know, when they, we don't have another quarterback on the team. I mean, now we do it. Well, I mean, Trevor, Trevor Simeon, Simeon right? <laughs> Jet hey. legend Trevor Simeon. Hey, all I'm saying is, it, again, it'll never happen. But did you guys read the Kaepernick letter? He was like, I just, just put me on a practice squad. I'll just run a scout team. Yeah, look, bro. I'm just saying, look, it's kind of weird. It was the whole, you sued the NFL, but you want to come back? Honestly, hey, if hey, I sue my workplace, hey, I'm not coming me, back. Look at me. Brian Flores is coaching, isn't he? Is he, is he coaching? Yes, he is. He's the defensive coordinator for bro, what is, the Yeah, but he doesn't get uh, blackballed. But he didn't get blackballed. No, bro, he, he sued he did, the league. Bro, bro, Are you kidding bro, bro, me? No, I get bro, that. We he, had a whole conversation but about he it on the been, but he, but, All right, all right. But there was not a big, like, media press tour to shun Are you kidding name. me? Brian Flores is— No, it, there wasn't a press tour to shun him. But that's I what I'm saying. But he it was, was blackballed by, I think, the bigger powers at play than Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, it's just two different. And it's just—he's been—he's so far removed from the game. No, I just— as much as I love Cap, no. Put so it I've been hearing it's conflicted like, like, things like about the, Matt Ryan. It's like the same shit about like like Isaiah Thomas, how Isaiah Thomas always petitions, hey, somebody need a backup point guard. Hey, but yeah, then when but, he, but, whenever he gets my, picked up, okay, he can cook it. Now, don't, don't get what how I'm— How much did he cook last year? Don't get what I'm, I'm about to say confused. It's like, all right, but y'all signed Trevor Simeon to our practice squad. All right, bro. It's like— Y'all could, like, really, Trevor Simeon? What has like, Trevor Simeon done Thank you, bro. Like, a that's, lot, that's a lot I'm, more than Cap has done in oh, the last no, Bro, like, no, 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 he just bro, been bro, there. Bro, they literally, I promise you. Uh, look, and, I'm, not saying I, that, no, I'm not saying he's the right choice. I'm not but. saying he's the right choice either. I'm not saying Cap is the right choice. But my point is, is that the niggas that are available for the Jets, I promise you Cap is better than all of them niggas. That is not a fact. Or, I mean, that's not an opinion. That is a fact, bro. What, available Mark, as free agent or free available agent, to trade? Free agents. Because who you got? You got Carson Wentz. You got Matt Ryan. You got Trevor so they said Simeon. Matt, Matt they Ryan said, was in the booth this past one weekend. Day, one they <laughs> said, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. The they're saying they're saying Matt Ryan was interested, and then they were saying the Jets asked him, and Matt Ryan said no. So I would like to know which one it is. Probably because he sees what the offensive line is like. It's like I tr- I care he about like, my well being. He was like week one. I thought about it. Week two, I'm good, bro. If, if I'm a quarterback and I see what that offensive line is looking like after literally every single game this season, I wouldn't want to play for them. I would want to play for them. That offensive line is, and I knew it was like we talked about how bad it was going to be coming into the season. But you're like, all right, if you have Rodgers, he's a veteran. He can be poisoned under pocket. He can slide protections, do the, this, that, and the third. Now, Zach clearly can't do it. He's running for his life. And that's part of the reason why he's got no confidence because he can't trust his offensive line to plot the block more than 1.5 seconds. So he's scrambling out of there. Why would anybody off the street want to come in and be like, yeah, I can do something with that? I feel I mean, bad. Cap, 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 Cap is literally offering his, offering out his whole body. Squad, bro. <laughs> oh, is Cap, like... Cap is saying, yo, I'll do it. I'll do it. Cap he said, do that I'll do it. It's, it's the only viable team right bro, now. <laughs> he literally said, I'll just pray practice squad to get hit by your starters. Like, I'm y'all don't even need to give me the jersey. I'm sorry. Like, I'll take the well, hit. The, the Jets cannot put Zach Wilson out there at quarterback anymore, So bro. that's my, like, like, like Robert Sala, who I think is a good coach, yes, is about bro. to ruin his career he by doing exactly what you're saying. Bro, and exactly. He's literally risking his entire you know career. that it's his decision. Bro, not, I, bro, no, no, I'm not no, saying no, it's no. his decision. Bro, what are you saying? <laughs> You're, the things I've been seeing are talking about, bro, 
the locker room is getting fed up with Salah. And it's just like, bro, if it was any other player, uh, Zach Wilson would not be getting the leash you're giving him. And he's like, and everyone is just like, bro, you need to do better X, Y, and Z. Like calling him out the way most people, and we talk about whenever coaches call their players out, how we respect it, right? Not in the Ron Rivera way of, <laughs> of throwing them under the bus. Oh, yes. But like calling your players out and being like, yo, we're expecting more from you. You need to do more. Everyone else is busting their ass, whatever it may be. So now the locker room is turning. They're saying the locker room is turning at Salah because they're like, he's a Zach Wilson apologist. So my other problem with the Jets, and I'm not going to bid too much on y'all because it's like, it's. It, I'm not trying to talk shit. It's really just like, y'all got to open the playbook too because if y'all, it's one thing that y'all, y'all got him out here. We're, this is year three Zach Wilson. Like, we can't keep making excuses for the guy like he's a rookie. And you got to open the playbook. You got to you you got guys like Garrett Wilson on the team. You got to use your weapons. It's I agree. Mo- no, I I I oh, wholly my- agree. But the, you know what the problem with that Look. is? They they literally said the offense was geared for Rodgers. It was not intended for Zach. They literally didn't have a backup plan, which is the fault on their part. Yes. Not having a backup plan. They literally went into the season all eggs in the basket of Aaron Rodgers Hack playing. It. Of 17, 18 games this season. Well, that's that's they had no contingency. Them. Exactly. No, 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 I, I, agree. I, I know you said it. I'm just like I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm emphasizing. And it. to your point, I want them to open the play because I saw them do it a little bit in Dallas. Zach has a cannon of an arm. He has a big arm. Mm-hmm. Let him use it. All these dump downs and check downs and shit like that. And you're kind of making forcing him to go through these progression and read. Yo, just Garrett Wilson's one of the best athletes in the, you know, league. In, in the league right now, he's and he's the, clearly one of the best wide receivers. Just send him on some nine routes. Just like four or five a game just to take the top off the defense. I'd rather Zach throw an interception trying to find Garrett Wilson going deep than doing whatever the hell he's doing right now. interceptions or slants. Like, and then the fact that his confidence is so broken, like they showed a place perfectly. Alan Lazard on a key third down, running across the middle on a drag. Wide open would have been a first down and probably a 20-yard gain. Zach bails out of the pocket because he's got, you know, happy feet because that offensive line can't block shit. So it's like you got a, 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 a quarterback that has no confidence in himself, no confidence in offensive line. His coaching staff don't got confidence in him to open up the playbook. It is the ultimate recipe for disaster. And the fact that Joe Douglas went into the season like, hey, we are, it's Aaron Rodgers and that's it? Because you should have brought in yeah. another right, backup. backup. I get it. Boyle yeah. was Aaron Rodgers' backup no, in Green Bay. No, sure, but- sure, whatever. But hindsight, maybe you drop or trade Zach Wilson and keep Mike White as your backup. Bro, mm-hmm. I, I ain't going to lie. And that, and that's what confuses me is that, like, that, that, that's what that's what confuses me is that, like, y'all kind of, like, laid this blueprint out as if it's, like, exactly, like, how Rodgers wanted it in blueprint. I mean, I, I mean, in Green Bay. And it kind of, mm-hmm. like, backfired in them in their face, like, to, like, what mm-hmm. Rodgers went down because... Can't no quarterback, well, I can't say that, can't no quarterback, but the backup quarterback on this team or Tim Boyle do anything with these guys. And it's crazy. Like, it's it's it's, it's fucked up. I feel bad. I think it's just reinforcing why Nathaniel Hackett should not be in the league, to be honest. I, I feel bad. I don't think they— Actually, I, I, I mean, I can't even really say that but, because I've never, we haven't really got a chance. I, I, you can't re- yeah, exactly. I haven't seen no, him. No, but play. I they're, think they're just that's operating a fucking the, part of but, it. If you're Nathaniel Hackett, you need to plan for all this shit. What I also if you're, will if say— If it's, you're the offensive coordinator, you need to coordinate I would the fucking offense to prepare for shit. The organization as well. Put in the personnel to have a backup plan. For sure. Yeah. But again, like, if you're the offense coordinator, you need to, like, know. Like, it's, it's different if it's, like— like, the reason why the Ravens' backups are the way they are is because they pick people that can play a similar game so they don't have to reinvent the offense for someone else. Right? Mm. If you're talking about, all right, everything is geared toward a fucking 39-year-old quarterback, that doesn't make sense logically to anyone. Well, that, 
Well, that's they're the gonna miss a game at some point. You know, they're gonna it, miss something. But so your backup is just like him. But 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 also like this is like a freak thing that happened to Rodgers. I can only imagine like sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if you're a professional, you got to pivot. I, I get it. I get it. And you already didn't do the it. shit last year. Mm-hmm. Do you know how As much you coach. have to pivot from gearing the offense to one guy to now in the span of a week and a half or two, almost like rewriting the shit? Right. And it's not even like and, it, and it's not even like it's just for a week or a month or two yeah. months. This is for an entire season. And like that's the thing. It, yeah. I expected as we said. Uh, so I what are you practicing your twos? Like what? Are, what are your twos doing? Like that's there. the way practice works. You have your ones and you have your twos. What are your twos doing? They're running. You have Zach Wilson running the Aaron Rodgers offense. Look, look, I get it, but the fact that but Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, at and the that, end that is oh, more no, than no, just it, hack it. But like, hey, I like, because at the end of the day, like they'll probably they probably left a lot of the shit to hey Aaron be Aaron, and Aaron was doing Aaron shit in practice. Probably the thing is, I thought that I didn't think that Aaron was gonna get through this season totally healthy. I even said it on the pod. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? expecting like that quad strain week 12 or like, you know, a little hammy pull, he's out for two weeks. Then it's like, all right, you can probably throw Zach in for relief for two, one or two games, and that's it. Aaron is back. Now you have to literally do it, make an entirely new offense because it's also two contrasting styles of quarterbacks, right? Rodgers is more of a pocket passer in this, mm-hmm. his later days. Zach is better, in my opinion, when he gets out of the pocket. You roll him out, you do things like that. Right, Justin Fields. A little bit, yes. But... So it's like, all right, like if you had all these slide protection and these plays and designed for, all right, you're sitting in the pocket, boom, one, two, go through your represent, read, you know, progressions. Now it's, all right, we have a quarterback that feels way more comfortable outside the pocket, but he also has happy feet. It's like, well, shit. It, like, like you said, it's it's a horrible situation all the way around. And if you run the simulation a thousand more times, Aaron Rodgers does not pop his Achilles 999 times and out no, of a thousand. Anyhow, to the now, the reality of the situation is exact time. In New York is borrowed at this point, and mm-hmm. after it, I mean, it's it, 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 it's over. Yeah. It, like like it's over. Like I think we all can agree. It's an we, overdue we, library we, book. We can agree <laughs> that this shit is that, that it's over. It's just a matter of when and who is gonna play for you out for the. Rest so of who's the year. the backup that you would want the most? Mike White. <laughs> Bring him home. Bring him home. I mean, I don't know. I mean, roughly, maybe speaking, like Jameis. I had this well, thought that, you, that, right you, that you could trade that for. you could trade for. I don't. Cars, there's cars hurt right now, so that's out. Like, yeah, I know. Like, if there's anybody in the free agent pool, I mean, it's it's gross right now. I guess. I mean, outside of cap, I mean, your best option would probably have to be Carson Wentz. Carson I'm not going to bring Matt yeah. Ryan back from the booth. There's nobody else out there. Yeah, um, that's why I'm mad. Like, y'all get y'all sign Trevor Simeon to y'all. Trevor Simeon. Like, I would take Carson Wentz over yeah, Trevor I mean, Simeon. I, like, easily, like, like easily, well, they probably, easily. They probably like, just taking a starting. They, they did it just to, I guess. You got to get it ramped up, I guess. Whatever. I don't, I know. don't give a shit. I mean, either way, it's like it's like. All right, what do you want? Shit or or, or throw up? I don't know. Like it's picking between two I, awful I, options. I would say that Carson Wentz is a lot better than Trevor Simeon. As a, you know, like, I, like, I I agree. Like, but I, I guess like, they bring that, him in because he's familiar with the organization. From you know, I don't know. But I mean, the organization so from before, y'all got a whole new <laughs> everything except owner. Yeah, he was in. He was there when Douglas was there because he took over. When, remember when Sam got the uh, he kissed a girl and he got mono? Yeah, he came in in relief for oh. for Sam. But it's just again, it's gonna be like last year all over again. The defense is gonna have to make plays for them to stay in the game, which they did against New England. But ultimately, the offense was anemic. It just sucks because on the touchdown drive that the Jets had, Zach actually looked like a confident quarterback. But that's the problem. He has maybe one drive a game like that, and everything else is just shit. And you're like, well, why can't you put that together for 60 minutes of football? But can't adjust, bro. Can't, can't adjust. You know, it is what it is. And 
Yeah, this is uh, this is my life now as a Jet fan. I told you guys from the beginning, this is what pain and misery looks like. This is what pain and misery is. I don't want to hear anybody else complain about their football team ever again. Uh, so moving on to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Actually, no. Misery loves company. Let's talk about the Giants getting their asses handed to them on Thursday Night Football. Well, since I didn't get to really talk about the week before either, I'm going to talk about my win and my loss. So I'll take 500 versus... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, 500? 500. Well, I'm one and two, but like... We have the same record! The past two games, we were 500. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm just saying. That's the most Bro. revisionist history I've ever heard in my Bro, life. It's not revisionist history. I haven't been in the studio in two weeks. Since the past two weeks... So we're we, just going to we, ignore week one? We the buried pa- the tape? The, no, pa- I, the I, past I, two weeks that I have... I, since I, I got to explain... I got to break this down for No, 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 I know no, what I you're saying. saying. Not you, I got to break it down for him. You nasty as hell for that. You're going, I'm not going to take the whole thing. I'm going to just take the part that I want to talk about. Nigga, I didn't Talk about, I didn't get to talk about either week, you know what I'm saying? Because that, both weeks is nasty. Y'all should have been down that much to begin with. Well, I think it says a lot that we came in the second half and we won the game. Because like, I, because I, did y'all think we were going to win the game in the first half? Bro, that's, Be honest. Some, that's some Vikings versus Colts last year type shit. Come I mean, on. I mean, I'll take the win. The hardest thing to do in the NFL is win and we won. And the team that beat us by 40 lost to that team. So what? That's true. All right. Transitive property? So I mean, it's not transitive property. It's the NFL. <laughs> Bro, it was me. It's the NFL any given Sunday. All I'm saying is that, yo, that's a, that's a good fucking win for us for being down. We should have never been down. But at what cost, Miles? At what cost? Been. But, and then to the 49ers, I already knew that that was happening. Andrew Thomas was out, and then, well, no, he came back. And then uh, Saquon was still out. So that was going to be that was gonna be a tough one coming off of Nah, Thomas was out. He was out? Thomas was out. Oh, so then... Offensive line was looking rough. Evan Neal was looking like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. Not no, lie. no, no, he's not, he's not good, bro. He, he's he's looking... Like, at this point, when in Andrew Thomas's development, like, he looked a lot better. Like, he at least was improving. Mm-hmm. But Evan Neal looks like he's not he's not that good. Our interior mm-hmm. line is... is they're, they're doing a lot of different combinations, and it's just not working. But... I don't think they tried to win this game. Me personally, that's that's why I think we're not healthy. Our two two of our best players on offense didn't play, and you know Daniel Jones. They still don't really. They they they're trying to figure out this offense. We haven't played a game of sixty minutes yet. The mm-hmm. best like span of, that we played was the third quarter of the of the Cardinals game, mm-hmm. and I need to, and I need to see a lot more of that. But we play Seattle on Monday, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to that. I think we're going to win. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys do. I, I think you guys are a better team than what's been going out there yep, right now. I agree. Um, my only thing is, I found out about Dana Jones' primetime record. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's it's bad. Be Kirk Cousins and, and I, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. he might be worse than Kirk to be honest. Mm. So, I mean, it, it, no, I think bro, it's like, bro, he's won one game on primetime, and like, the one game that that he won on primetime, I was there. He against the. You gotta the, go to the, more the, games, bro. The, the, the commands last year, yeah, facts. I mean, I was I was actually thinking about going to the game next Monday, but I'm not going because we record. I thought, oh damn! I thought he won the game when he had that like sixty yard run, I'm, but he tripped. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going. Huh? Because I mean, I'm going to the Jets game the game before. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to MetLife two days in a row is actually. Insane. Yeah, that's that's, that's insane. insane. Yeah, that's especially insane. one of the, if they're both being weeknights. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Nah. 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 That's, that's taxing on the mental health. Very much so. <laughs> well, no, well, I mean, well, he's not going for the Jets. Yeah, yeah but he's seeing bad football. So but then I'm again, not, I'll be seeing good football. I'll be seeing Mahomes. I will be seeing great football. Nah, that's that's not true. I'm gonna have Lou from Astoria. With that little I would metal be bat in the lock. I'm gonna be sitting next to Fireman Ed. Fuck the bullshit. You're not gonna be sitting next to Taylor Swift? <laughs> I'm right underneath a box. Yo, hey, whoa. Crazy. Phrasing. Well, I mean, I mean Travis Kelsey <laughs> might have something to say. Travis Kelsey might have something to say about that. Hey man, word to Kelsey, man. Yo, that's my guy. <laughs> hey, you better you better score. I'm just saying. Nah, I'm just saying. Any but, um, t- Kelsey, anytime touchdown. But anyhow, man, 
Yeah, we need we need some receivers. Xavier McKinney cannot fucking tackle. It's, it's actually it's actually sad. But yeah. thoughts on Kayvon through the first three weeks? Um, ghost. Mm. Like he hasn't he hasn't really done much. I mean, he got a cover sack in the last game, but I mean that was. I that think was part fun. of it is when the other side of the line is constantly like you yeah. know as easy as the hurt. Often, mm, like yeah, he doesn't bro. have another consistent oh, the pressure. Injuries, like bro. then they go, oh, okay, oh you have God. like Dexter Lawrence can do Dexter Lawrence things, but he's not a pass rusher. Bro. And then you go, all right, well we could just worry about Kayvon. Like bro, I'm not worried about whoever's injuries, on the other side of him. The injury's been frying us, bro, and that's just like that's just the name of the game. I don't know why we always just get so hurt. Freaking Dex was hurt for a little bit of this game, man. Fucking, but he came back though. Um, and then Trey Hawkins has been playing all right, but I we gonna see, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Going for going forward, I think my biggest thing is that our defense really needs to strap up this week and really show that they're capable of playing the way that they need to play. Our O-line needs to just hop in that bag. Like Evan Neal is the weak link right now. If he plays better, we'll be a, we'll be a lot better. Hope and if Quan come back, that'll that's good too. But we'll see. Yeah, speaking of injuries, um that's my existence as a Ravens fan. That's, um but like we're we're still putting together pretty solid football with all the injuries. Like going into last game, we, I think we had nine key players that were injured and seven of them were starters. So, for us, um, last game was really gross. Mm. Uh, I don't think we played to win mm. at all. Um, so no- Lamar had to be sharper, but I, mm. I, the person t- to me who is, if we're gonna throw blame, mm. is Todd Monkey. Mm. And I think one of the other uh, podcasts, Locked On Podcast, brought up a good point where it's like this felt like the growing pains that we had with Mike McDonald at the beginning of last season, because. He, he called a great game against the Bengals. He called a really good first drive against the Colts. And it was like the back half of the game was just like terrible offensive play calling. And that's really what I felt it was. Um, I don't think the weather was that big of a factor. Lamar was off on some throws. But like one of the people tried to be like, yeah, you were behind in all, all your throws. He was like, all of them? <laughs> like, um, But I just think the play calling got way too conservative. And like you, it became very predictable, which was the issue before. Uh, Zay Flowers was torching the motherfuckers, and then we went away from Zay Flowers, um, who again is the truth. Eight receptions, but under fifty yards is crazy. Zay is yes. the truth. But uh, same thing, like why is Mark Andrews not getting more involved? Right? Mm-hmm. Like th- there's a lot of things of like us just not playing to win, and that's why I feel like to me it's on Todd Munkin. Like um, just th- to me, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I felt like I can call a better game right now, honestly. Um, I, I don't know. Like it- it's one that like it sucks because now again, like we said, we play in the first um five games we're playing all our divisional games like we're playing you know uh so we are about to go to play a good browns team good the defense is great offense we'll see what deshaun shows up um but they're they're gonna be like a tough team and we're going to cleveland like it's a divisional game so those always get crazy and with that many players missing like it's rough and it's it's crazy because it's not long-term injuries. It's just that us being in the beginning of the season and having all these divisional games, we can't afford to keep dropping games and get behind. Like, even if you're trying to, you got to stay afloat until your starters are back at full strength, right? And again, I think most of our backups are doing a good job, but like against the Bengals, our backup linemen played great, but we're missing our two best offensive linemen, right? You're missing Linderbaum, you're missing Ronnie Stanley, and now you're they're, they both practice today which is great. Like today was like a godsend day of how many injured people. Pra- Marcus Williams practiced today, which I wasn't thinking that was going to happen. There you go. Because uh, they before he decided to not take the surgery, they were saying he, he, if him not doing that, it may be like a playoff sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, him practicing and then Marlon and OBJ are supposed to practice tomorrow. So I, I think it could have been a very 
let's keep these guys down against the Colts and just wait until we get into this divisional stretch because we're going to need them more. Um, and I was literally about to be really upset when I was at work because I was like, if you knew you were going to sit Marlon for this long, why don't you just put him on IR and have the extra roster spot? But, hey, if, if he's coming back right now, then great. Like, that, that's what we needed because um, I, I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Like, So he's coming back next week? Ideally, he should be game? coming back this next game. Okay, And he hasn't played at all this season? Or? No. He, pre- he basically did all of training camp. And right before the season, they were like, let's do the surgery now. Like, it was like a week or two. No, I think he had three or four weeks mm-hmm. before the season started. Um, two weeks because it was a full month. Anyway, uh, basically, they were like, this is something that you can play on it now, but it'll probably get worse over time. And you're going to need surgery on it eventually. So let's have the surgery while it's still manageable so you can have a quicker recovery than you trying to play your way through it and potentially making it worse. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I think that honestly is a smarter move because it's like, I think the theme is you don't want to peak too early, but last week was fucking gross. And I like the fact that everyone on the team after that game, it wasn't a pity party. It was it was literally just like, yeah, we just got to do fucking better. And it's like the mindset isn't just the, you know, when bad teams are like, hey man, like we, we got to do better. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a defeated. It was like everyone was pissed off because like they knowing know you should have. Exactly. Won. Yeah. Exactly. And At that's home like, too. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I listen to the I listen to almost all the press conferences because like they have a podcast stream for it, so it's like hearing everyone hearing Lamar literally just be like, "Nah, like I don't give a shit about the weather. I don't give a shit about how they played. Pretty much of just being like, we have to be better. We have to be sharper. We have to do X, Y, and Z. Like that shit. Patrick Queen. Like they were like, you guys are normally good against the run. What happened? He was like, that was fully on us. Like I'm gonna take that personally on on me. Like because I'm I gotta if they get past the line, that's my job." Right, so I, I still feel good about us. I feel good about us going to this game. I think it's gonna be a really good game, um, you know, because the Browns like they the offense showed more signs of life even without Chubb. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like matchup wise, it's just like we just gotta get some people back, bro. Like all these nagging because last week we lost. Oh, um, two games ago, Owe got hurt. Last week, Ojabo got hurt. That's why we saw we signed Kyle Van Noy. Apparently, they're both supposed to be good for this upcoming game, but who fucking knows at this point, man? But, like, that's the thing. If everyone's there, I think Mike McDonald is scheming great fucking games. The defense played great last week. Mm. Like, honestly, the defense is what kept us in the game. So, um, I'm not... It's not a woe is me thing. It's just, like, a damn. Like, we, we got to do better. I'm hoping they come out with some fire to make up because that was some bullshit. The Colts are going to be good this year based off of what I'm seeing so far, especially when Anthony Richardson comes they're back. They're going to be very good next year. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're going to be very good next year, but they're going to be like surprise some people this year with what they're doing, especially because there's a lot of underperforming teams mm-hmm. that's going around in the AFC, especially the Jaguars. Mm. But Puff out team, for yeah, sure. Duff, but yeah, absolutely. Like the, the Colts have been a team mm-hmm. that have consist, like, not, like so far through the first three games of the season, I played good. And with Anthony Richardson there, Yo, they look they look unstoppable. He threw two touchdowns in the in that first quarter um before he got hurt. So we gonna see if, we gonna see about them boys. Honestly, I didn't I didn't catch much of y'all game, John. Honestly, but oh, the last thing I had to say was shout out Kyle Hamilton, bro. Kyle Hamilton had himself a date, bro. Word. Imagine a safety blitzing had to be double teamed. He had three sacks. I think a separate tackle oh, for geez. loss. What the fuck? And like, <laughs> bro, it was like they. He literally in the press game, he's like, I don't know how they didn't adjust. Like, he was unblocked almost every time. Like, he had a forced fumble. Um, it was crazy. He had himself a fucking game. And that's a game where, again, Marcus isn't there. Geno Stone gets hurt later on. And he was playing a lot of nickel that game, too. 
So shout out Kyle Hamilton, and it just sucks that they couldn't get that win because of the game that he had. Yeah, AFC South is definitely <laughs> AFC South is funny. I I didn't expect the Jaguars to drop that game against uh, CJ Stroud and the Texans like handily, but the Texans have historically Yo, been very very good, good against the Jaguars. Yeah, bro, for real, so, for real. It's just now they go to London, play yeah. a, a Falcons team where I still don't understand. I don't I still don't know have a beat on the Falcons yet. Uh, Ritter didn't look great against the no, Lions, bro, but the Lions think, actually really stepped up defensively. So I don't think Ritter's good, bro. I think uh, I don't jury's think still out. At least for me, I think jury's still out, but I think so far it's manager. not. No, it's weird. I feel like it's weird having a mobile game manager, though. I don't know if we really see Mariota. that. Josh Dobbs? Yeah, Mariota. But Mariota wasn't a game manager like when he was like good in uh, Tennessee for like those two years. He was actually mm. a quarterback quarterback. Then he turn, came and in, turned into a game manager. Jacoby Brissett? Damn, that's kind of true. Mm. But I really, he's like that weird, he's like the one random black guy he's that I don't a, really think of as a mobile quarterback. He's, he's, he's a scrambler, right? He's, he's like a scrambler. He'll, he'll extend exactly. plays. Exactly. But like Ritter. He can use his legs to get a first down every once in a while, but don't expect him to get but some. But Ritter, you can give him a read option. Oh, yeah, easily. Like, you know, that's what he's doing you're not doing that to Jacoby. Oh, no, no. He's too big for that. <laughs> oh, boy. Any other teams hey, that have been uh, on you guys' radar of either mid or whatever, through these first three weeks, the Bengals, the Bengals. I mean, it's not really their fault. It's a case of Burrow. It's, it's just a case of yeah. it's just mm-hmm. a case of Burrow not really having. You know, can't really do anything for that. Um, across uh, the, the the Chargers, absolutely. I mean, I've been saying this about the Chargers. The same, they really, bro. they really should be zero and three. Them being one and two is just off of, off of a Kirk Cousins fluke. But Vikings about the tank, tank. You, they were talking about it before the game. They were like, if they feel like they're going to pack the season up, they're about to pack it up and go for a high draft pick. Hey, man, okay. honestly, and if, the, and if they do that, I feel like, yo, your great result for the Jets would be Kirk Cousins. I was just, yo, I was just, I was just going to say, hot take, if they, if the uh, Vikings start off, let's say, 0-5, mm-hmm. you're done in the division already. Yep. You're done in the division, right? You're done at making the playoffs. Do you, because Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent after the end of this season, and you know you're going to be a, a bad team, do you then... Call up the Jets and be like, hey, we have this guy that I know you guys wanted in the past. Mm-hmm. We'll give him to you. You give us whatever pick or whatever. There's got to be a pick and Zach because right. the organization has to try out someone who has who has starter, yeah, started Zach, games. Zach in the future first for Cousins. Do you do it? They, 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 they probably just drop Zach. Well, if you don't drop Zach, but what do you think? For first, you would do it? First round? Depends on where the team is. I mean... Hypothetically speaking, by the bye, right, which is week six or whatever, if we could get one more win, you get one more. If you could get be two and four at the bye, mm-hmm. you give yourself at least a fighter's chance to still make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins is used to taking hits, so he can deal with the shitty offensive line. And, like, Kirk Cousins, not for nothing, with Garrett Wilson would probably put up some numbers because look what he does with Justin Jefferson. Well, my thing is, I think the person who might end up being more available as the season progresses is Tannehill. I thought about him too. He wouldn't be and, and a as bad someone bet. who's a little bit more mobile with the shitty offensive line. I wouldn't and because they it. have. I, the I wouldn't bank it on him. Though. Him. I wouldn't mm-hmm. bank it on Tannehill. I don't think though. I feel like the, it's more worth it with Cousins. Like Cousins is a much better. I'm gonna get my ball to my receiver quarterback. I, I definitely agree with shit. you. I definitely agree with you on that. But it's it's just like I think that at the end of the day, as much as the Vikings like uh, can go into full tank mode, yeah. like they're gonna need to put someone out there. This is true. Like they can't, from an organizational standpoint. If you sit here and you they take your starter and you go, we're done. 
Yeah, that's true. Like that, that looks bad. But I mean, it it, it looks bad at the same time. Mm-hmm. Their backup is Case Keenum. But I mean, if they got a good offer in how return that, for it, that's what I'm saying. Like, but how got, do you how do you tell that to Justin Jefferson? How do you go? You're the number one receiver in the league last year, and now we're gonna punt on your quarterback for because the rest you tell, you I can tell get him. You I tell, can get him. Tell him tell I'm getting you Caleb Williams next but year. But then you gotta sit here and tell. But then you have to sit him because you're gonna risk him getting hurt. Playing out the season, and I mean, he still got incentives and shit to play for, so that's not gonna happen. That's true. But, you, but now you're potentially giving him a quarterback that can't hit any of his incentives. I mean, listen, no, but, if your, five, but, but, but if you're on, but if you're on, but if you're on, Nick Mullins. Oh, Nick Mullins, Who? still a good backup. Who? Still a good backup. 49ers next quarterback. Yeah, mm. still a good backup. Niners legend. Right. And if you're on five, anyways, you know what I'm saying you're already yeah. done in the division. So you're what are you play, What are you, you playing might, for? You just might, you're playing way. for stat padding and exactly. incentives. At exactly, exactly. Playing for stat padding, you're and, and all of that. Shit, and it so. works out well because he's still on his rookie deal, right? He's young. You bring in a Caleb Williams or a Michael Penix, right, or whatever. It's probably going to be a deep quarterback right. draft this year. You bring in one of them. Now you have a quarterback. You have your quarterback and your top wide receiver almost tied mm-hmm. on their rookie deals. I know this is Jefferson's third year, right? But still, this he has another year after that, and then it's his fifth year option. Yep, whatever. But, but Jettis' extension is coming soon. It is. It's coming soon. But and you, you still have at least yeah. you still have at least a year window yeah. with your rookie quarterback hey, before shit, you have to yeah. do the extension. Hey, Vikings so. don't like to pay their receivers. They, I mean, they haven't. I'll draft another one. They haven't. They haven't historically. I mean, they just did. They just drafted Addison. I they drafted sure. they drafted Jettis because they didn't want to pay stuff on. I mean, I, I don't think Addison is Jettis though. Respectfully, of course, I, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, if yeah. The, if the best res- if the best player on the board when it gets to them is a wide receiver, and you're going into that fifth year for Jettis, I can see him doing it. I mean, they don't have a quarterback though. That wouldn't be smart. no no. But that's what I'm saying. Like if either the following draft, like they go. Do we pay this guy or do we just draft a young player that'll be more lined up with their quarterback's mm-hmm. timeline? Yeah. Or you get a wide receiver like how we've been seeing the trend of get a wide receiver that played with the quarterback mm-hmm. you drafted. Like how Burrow has, uh, what was it? Chase. Chase. And then yeah. ooh, somebody else had as their quarterback as well. Well, I mean, I mean, I know it happened down the road, but Derek Carr and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Devontae Adams. Adams. Shit, yeah. Baker got Mike Evans, right? <laughs> right? Is it? Damn. So you know it's uh I that, feel like I'm definitely allowed trade, you with the Kirk Cousins. It's thing. more I feel like it's mm-hmm. more realistic than people think. I f- it I'm make, not mad it, at ma- it, it makes sense. The Tannehill one would only be realistic if they really wanted who was it, Will Levis? If they feel ready about if Levis. They, if they feel ready with Levis mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, we kinda want him, then it's like, all right, I think Tannehill. the only way that happens is Tannehill gets hurt. And then Levis has come in and Levis plays well. That's the only way to happen. Well, then, damn, I don't want that nigga if he hurt. <laughs> no, it'll be like he get concussion protocol or some shit. You know I don't mean? want a nigga oh, yeah. that brain is fried. <laughs> How, he got a concussion, hey, but he had to learn the sport. Do you know the sport? But he got to learn a new playbook with a concussion? Damn. Nigga going to start running. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga's going to be like, yo, just t- tell us the Titans playbook. We'll start running that shit. <laughs> I mean, y'all got the backs for I'm it. I'm telling you, just do the whole effort Garrett Wilson down there offense. Listen, you, you can definitely run the Titans playbook. You got two backs. And you got one wide receiver, and that's the playbook. <laughs> I don't know if I want the Titans playbook right now with how bad their offense looks. And oh, that's with Derrick Henry. But so Derrick Henry also up. 29. Everybody that got a, a Jet. This is like the, one of the rare years that the Jets have a couple of fantasy options, too. And it's like, damn, now everyone is basically. I'm sitting, no, I'm sitting Garrett this week. Bro, you, I, I'm trying to trade him. I'm trying to trade him. Have to you like Garrett? Like Garrett, you can't trust him. Like even Brees. Shit, they did Brees foul this week. Although, although. Brees complained about only having four touches and fumbled. Yeah, he did. So I'm like, all right, you can't complain. And it all, I mean, he recovered it, but like, you can't be complaining about touches and then you fumbling the ball inside your own 20. Fumbles right now. Like, 
Titans it's, 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 it's ridiculous, but other the than that, the league, the Jaguars are super, super sus, bro. Yeah, yeah. Super sus. Yep. Trevor got to figure it out. Another sus. Second year Doug team. Peterson is not the move. Well, hold on. I mean, we, we got it. It's still, it's still early. It's still early. That yeah, was I mean, a very big letdown I've against seen, the Texans. I've seen Jags fans on Twitter be like, bro, they got to take a long look at themselves. People gotta un, like, people Actually, it is a division game. Like, it's, a mm-hmm. divi- it's, a division, it's a division game, and I don't think the Texans— People take it to the Texans like they light. I don't, like, have y'all seen Stroud play? He actually looks nah, good, bro. Stroud's Shroud, good. Like, Stroud actually looks good, and then— That's they, how I felt with him coming out of college, too. I was like, he has an NFL body compared to these other the quarterbacks. Rare, the out. rare Ohio State Accurate quarterback. Arm. And also, like, <laughs> yeah, the, D'Amico, like, he was a defensive defensive kind of guy when he was yeah. with the 49ers. He yeah. got that defense playing, like, really well. Like, yeah. you Absolutely. Know, so, I, I I don't know. I don't think, it, it, like, the Jags are as, are as sus as I feel like. Speaking like, of sus— Fuck them Cowboys. Yikes. Yes. Fuck them Cowboys. That, yeah, them, yeah, but, yeah, but I, man, fuck them niggas bad, bro. We've been, we, again, if y'all listen to the pod, you know the thoughts on the Cowboys here. We we know the true Cowboys. The rest of the world doesn't. Bro, I had a field day on Sunday. Like, literally bro. at our Hartsfield Airport just posting memes and just talking shit. I was surprised at how bad the run defense was. Like everything else about the offense, it is what it is. Like I know we've talked about it, but the run defense in particular was what I was very surprised at as how Arizona was able to gash them so hard, like over 200 yards on the ground. And, you know, I'm not going to take anything away from James Conner. I think he's a really good guy and good player, but I don't think he's the type of player that should be gashing the Cowboys. Against what's supposed to be like one of the top, top five, potentially top three defense in the league. Exactly. And so, you know, you had the, the 10 combined points in the first two weeks, but look who you played, right? You played the Giants, and I know it was a gr- shitty weather game and whatever, whatever. And you played the Jets, but look, you have Zach Wilson the week after he has to take over for Aaron Rodgers, right? And you were home. So, you didn't really have that great of a sample size of, wow, like we, our defense has been tested. And which is, makes it even crazier because the Cardinals, everybody is assuming is actively tanking. Mm-hmm. Like Joshua Dobbs is not a guy that should be putting up touchdown passes and stuff like that on your quote unquote top five defense, right? Mm-hmm. James Conner should not be gashing you for eight, nine, 10 yards a carry yep. on your quote unquote top five defense. Uh, so, Trayvon was, was a fluke. Was a fluke. Injury. Don't don't affect the run game. Week one was a fluke. <laughs> so this will be a good test for them coming up this week with the Patriots, uh, who have some decent running backs as well, and Ezekiel Elliott revenge game. Patriots, so Patriots gonna win that job, bro. That's gonna be a good ass game. That's yeah, Mike McCarthy good. is a terrible coach, and I hate how people act. I, I, well, I, think, I can't even say people act. I feel like everyone is on the same idea no, of him being a terrible yeah. coach. Everybody knows he's not bad. It's Yet like, it's like it's just, yeah. just Jerry shit, bro. Yeah. And they're trying to get Jerry out the paint, but Jerry, you're not going down without a fight. Of course not. You're gonna be on his deathbed. Not for nothing. <laughs> I think <laughs> if you. if they somehow got Jerry out the paint, I think the Cowboys might actually form. Well, how could you get the team. only way he's gonna have to paint is if he dies? Like he literally yeah. owns well, I mean, everything. Yeah, bro, he's he's pretty fucking old. But also, wait, um, what are you in? Bro, what are you, bro, bro what are you there's, a lot, there's a I lot of suggest anything. Jonathan? <laughs> and the other part of it, too, is they, again, they're actively trying with the, the new batch of emails, I think it is, or whatever it is. Or voice recordings. <laughs> hey, he going to I'm telling you, he's not, he not going to relinquish Mary ownership right until. Not me. I don't want the Cowboys to do well. Oh, I don't want the. Oh, <laughs> I don't. No, 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 no. It's, it's more funny when they don't do well. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. Anything else from. Uh, from week from, two, Travis from week Kelsey, 
Y'all, yeah, yeah. this out. is an NFL play, player dating a celebrity. I think it's I, apparently not, one not of the, just Not just a celebrity, but go ahead, though. The white Beyonce? The white Beyonce. That's the white Beyonce. There's no, the white, Beyonce. Peop, the white people's Beyonce. Don't, don't yes, say that's the white better. Beyonce. The white people's Beyonce. The white people's yes, Beyonce. That's what, that's what I mean. That's what that's, I mean. He, I she you. is for the girlies said and the gays. the white gays. Beyonce. Like, it, y'all, y'all so semantical, bro. Y'all know what the fuck I meant. Nah. Nah. You knew, you knew, you just said, you just said exactly what I said. Bro, you knew what I meant. Again, I will not have you not specify for the listeners that may not understand what you're saying. Okay, but they know, to help they, you out. No, no, no. But if you interpreted what I'm saying, that I, I can assume that based off of them, they uh, will understand. The absence of evidence is the And I'm just... Yes, it, bro, that's tough. Again, like most celebrity relationships, I don't feel confident in this it's shit just, lasting. And then Travis not. Kelsey and the Chiefs are going to get the fucking bro, backlash, bro. The Swifties are going to come after them. It's going to be terrible. The Shalikin, this nigga's going to get hate mail and shit. This is, it's it going gonna, to be terrible. Bro, but she's going to have to make a statement. Like, she if will. they break up, she's going to have to be like, guys, like, we agreed. This was a good idea. There's no bad blood. Don't, like, come towards him or but whatever. On the, but, on, but that's her brand. But on, but on the contrary, it's like, damn, like, they go in public like this. It's like, it must be at least serious for now. So hopefully. PR at, stunt. Hopefully at least it lasts to the I'm end of the season. kind of feeling you on that. She yeah. hasn't had a celebrity relationship in and, a long time. And, well, and she has to have a, uh, it's a bounce back because what happened in her last relationship? She was with that Matt Gates or whatever guy. And he know, was kind of racist. Began. I don't know. I don't know either, but I just know her last boyfriend was a little racist. So she got oh. the white dude. Who's so now she has to build up back her brand, her you know, cover this nice, wholesome football player. Even though you know, you know, I, I just Travis Kelsey. I just feel still, like naturally that makes Travis sense. Kelsey's I feel like that just makes bros. sense in real life too, though. Like if you if you were dating a girl that didn't suck dick well and you broke up with her, like I feel like your next girlfriend would have to suck dick well. Am I lying or am I not lying? I think that's the hope. Yeah. I, all right. So there is literally that's with anything. That's with anything. If you mm. date a guy that's racist, you're not gonna date another guy that's racist. Unless that's not true. Too. Unless you're racist. <laughs> and she's pro- and the, again I, the the, the can evidence confirm <laughs> the evidence sources. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Breaking news. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's what I, I literally said when this happened, I was like, bro, because right before he was like, yo, I went to the Taylor Swift concert and tried to give her my number and she dubbed me. And yeah. then the next thing is like, you know that clip got sent her and she was like, Oh, Travis Kelsey, whatever. And then they started dating. Cool. Fine. Enjoy your life. It's like it's the one thing where Jason Kelsey, the clip from the upcoming podcast, he's like, let's he's like, Yeah, I'll talk like he says we gotta talk about it. My not so personal personal life, right? I just, I don't know. Travis Kelsey had a whole dating show, so I don't think he's overly yep. worried about it. Mm. But this is a different level. This is gonna be if anything goes wrong, if you don't, if you guys break up and it's not out that it was her fault, or she does, like she'll have to make a statement so they don't fucking come, and all of a sudden Arrowhead is full of Swifties booing. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> like, I, feel like, I, I feel like Taylor Swift fans knows that she's part of the problem, though. No, they don't. No, they don't. They're delusional like that. I'm telling you as somebody that I wouldn't know, goes I'm not, out I'm with not a... Are you saying it because she made the song? I'm saying just, it's me, I'm the problem, it's me? I mean, yeah, low-key. I just no. I, I, I would think that. They don't that. listen to no. that shit. I, oh. As someone who has a very like, close relationship really. with the Swifty, I can tell you that they are very delusional. Really? potentially seeing fucking Taylor Swift in Germany now. Really? Germany? What is the hype about... I'm not trying to shit on it. I mean, music is Music, Apparently, like, she ha- her concerts are actually a really really good show. No, yeah, I would no, I, I will hope that I will hope that. Like no, performance like, wise, she apparently she's like really good. But, At yeah. least to me, listening to her music, it's not for me. Did y'all go or y'all didn't go? I, I haven't gone. I haven't go, nigga. I haven't I gone to a concert in my life. What? Really? Never have not gone to a concert in my life. And not I'm even dead, a Temple just, Homecoming we, concert. Nope. You never went to Alfest? What? No. Justin, that's crazy. Really? Big ass homebody. 
We gotta take you to a concert. Yeah, I was supposed. The only concert I was supposed to go to was the nah, Drake Amigos tour in Canada. But oh, the shit that got canceled. That was when it got canceled because niggas oh, don't know how to not do crimes and whatnot. I'm sorry, Justin. That's actually crazy. You go I, to a concert with Justin. That's crazy. Nah, I, I think Kylie should do it. I, 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 yeah, trust me, I, I'm not losing sleep over it at all. Well, I mean, you've never been, so yeah, how could you, you, you know, you're not, is you're, bliss, dog. Yeah, you can't lose sleep. I don't. I don't know if I like anyone enough to like warrant me spending money to go again see the wild thing is that's not a like i don't think that's crazy for justin to say that's not crazy for him to say but it's you you have to just see a concert or be in the ambiance of it to really like understand what it's like though mm -hmm. and also seeing somebody perform songs live is different than you know recorded songs i mean i already saw a nigga do like Bayesian shit so what's the difference i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh boy but yeah no this is gonna end it, the only way this ends positively really quick because i don't really care to talk much more about Taylor Swift. Uh, the only way it ends positively for Travis Kelsey is if they marry. Like, that's literally it. And even literally. then, he can't ever divorce her because, again, if they break up, the Swifties will come after him like crazy. They are a deranged group. Anybody that stands, musicians, or any type of athlete or celebrity are a deranged group, and you need to seek help. But, like, I saw on Twitter, there was, like, a viral tweet going around this one girl was like, oh, yeah, Travis's sign and her sign and their matching moves yeah, and whatnot. Nuts. And I'm like, dog, please go outside. Get a damn job, please. Like, you shouldn't be committing this much time to two people that have no idea you exist. And you're saying, oh, their relationship is going to work out because their chakra and moon are the same. And Mercury is also in Powerade, but at the same time in Gatorade Limelight. Please stop. Go to Indeed.com or Monster and get a job, please. This is why this is bad for people and this is bad for I America. I just was honestly surprised at Travis Kelsey because yeah. I felt like he was an ass man and clearly that's not the case. Well, I mean, listen, he's... So he's, he might be a Republican. He's... he's multi, I mean, he's in his Republican era for sure. I mean, that... You see that, that mustache? Is, well, yeah, apparently the mustache, the mustache is, is a direct Andy Reid thing. He said on the pod, he was like, no, I, I, I'm I, doing the Andy Reid. Like, that's what I'm doing. That's, but but yeah, Andy Reid's mustache is more walrusy, yeah, though. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, he gotta grow it out. I'm nah, not. nah, cause that this just been looking very, very motorcycle um, cop. I don't hey, you know, know fast you were going, been, boy. I think it's been interesting to see how the different sides of like social media react. Where it's like, um, apparently one of the trends because they, they, uh, Julius Randall's wife did it is like women talking to their guys and being like, yeah, it's crazy. Like Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey off on the map, and then like seeing how they react, right? And like that conversation. And then I saw a podcast of black people talking about it, and they were like. Yeah, bro, it's weird. Like, Travis Kelsey was, like, when he was with a black girl, like, he was mad swaggy. And now he got this state trooper-ass mustache, and he's with Taylor Swift. Like, what's yes. going on? And like that's the difference between this, which I'm seeing and noticing, right? Because, like, even in my job, right, I am one of very, very few, 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 few black people there, right? I don't give a shit about this Taylor Swift thing, but everybody is very enthralled with it. And naturally so, because it's good for business, right? Obviously, like, camera angles, storylines, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, like... Black people really don't care. And the weird thing I was seeing on social media was like how like some black women were upset because he went from a black girl to a white girl. But it's like, mm -hmm. I mean, why am I? Lo why are we losing sleep over a white guy dating a white girl? I don't, I don't get that yeah, at all. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's not, yeah. it's, this is not black people's fight. It's not our fight. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. Not our like, fight at all. Like literally. But black women did love no, they loved, Travis. No, black they loved, loved Travis him. Kelsey. They loved him because he dated. He was a, he was a swaggy. I wouldn't, yeah, put quotes. I wouldn't put quotes. Travis Kelsey's swaggy. And know what happened to his swag. Yeah, well, I yeah. still think he... But that's why, you know what I'm saying, you, you don't... Was it all a show, John? You know what I'm saying? Was he appropriating? I, I just think it's funny because Taylor Swift, to me, is swaggerless. Yes, indeed. 
It's like, why would you want to date Taylor? Like that's my, like that's no for the fame and popularity. But that's why I think it's a PR stunt. That's for both parties. Okay, I'm not gonna hold you. That's a wild statement to say about anyone. That that she swaggerless. No, th- why would you want to date someone like Taylor's Every, teach their own? Like, I mean, no, that is true, Miles. I mean, it might be a wild statement. He might like that's long a wild statement to he, say about after anyone. after all this time dating dump trucks and some stuff. I think he might like long backs. All right. That's this thing. This I don't know. It. Name aside, if you saw Taylor Swift, like we like on the street, I could not. I'm 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 be a hundred percent genuine. Don't say I don't you can't pick her out. I can't. No, way. that's crazy. No, no I way. I promise no you. I no, listen. I I think I'd be like Taylor. Wait, she looks Taylor familiar. Swift has like a pretty but, face, but does nothing for me. Like I can't even. She tell does. You I think she, she just does nothing for no, me. No, I think she has like if you if you googled fucking conventional like attractive like the list of what what conventionally Again, attractive people are like i feel like she fight. falls into the category you know what, you know what she is but like i don't i i hear you though like that's I what i mean like it, she it, she fits the standard of like what is looked at as conventionally attractive hey, yeah you know what she is but to me I, that don't do shit for me she so, is yeah. for me jobless reincarnation season two episode three really that is what she is to me it's just, and that it's is what she is for the remainder of the episodes so does nothing for me yeah is it time I think it's time. We it has to be time. Matt, a little tired there, buddy. <laughs> oh, is that the Kevin James meme? Yo, the greatest I, thing ever. I just want to say, welcome back, everybody. This is NFL Week Four, featuring your boy, Mr. World Wild West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. I, yeah, the King of Queens was one of the best shows of all time, and it really <laughs> didn't get enough recognition at its time. Doug Heffernan. Like, we really need to put respect on the show. Anyhow. The Remini was premium milk. That's good milk. She's still good milk. I don't John care what anybody said. said. She's still good milk. What John said. Anyhow, it's now week four. I was going last week, but I'm back. Um, Our leaderboard, JT, you on top, big dog, yo. Always a top. Never Real on shit. bottom. JT is here with 10 and 4. Sometimes <laughs> verse. Pause. Um, <laughs> Right after that, we got my boy John. Actually, no. We got Matt. Huh? Matt, yeah. Yeah, Did Matt. you have a three and one week? Yeah, he was uh, three, he was three and one last week. Sense. Yep, yep, yep. Matt was seven and five. And then John was seven and six. And I'm doing bad right now. But you know, I'm back in studio, so hopefully you can get this back. I'm four and eight. No mm. shame in my game though. Like none. And we're gonna start it off. All right, Dolphins at Bills. This is in Buffalo. Yeah. Uh I like how the Bills are not nah, sorry. I like how the Dolphins are playing. Give me the give me the Dolphins. I'm riding that I'm riding the Achan train. Riding the uh, the Tua train. In, I picked that nigga up in fantasy. I man. picked him up in one of my leagues too. I, I dropped him in two we- in two leagues last week. Damn. I actually just traded Mostert. Damn. Yeah. That, I mean, so high. Yeah, it's true. I got that nigga for Jameer Gibbs. So I don't know about Gibbs. You taking a risk on bro. Gibbs? Yeah. Give, yo, hey, listen, Montgomery's hurt, so that's why I'm rocking with. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go with the fins as well. I'm gonna ride the high hand. Fins up. Yeah. I think they come down to earth. Um, give me Buffalo. Is it really coming down to earth or they were just doing what God intended if they put up 70 on the Broncos? I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it's not a bad... I mean, this is the vision game. This shit gonna get it's weird. And it's, in, and it's in Buffalo. They swept it last year, though, too. Dolphins did. Or mm-hmm. Buffalo. Dolphins. Really? Yeah, because remember it was the 90-degree oh, game in Miami and then they yeah, beat them in the yeah, snow. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, the tables are gonna turn and they're gonna break. Mm. I'm going with the Bills. Yeah. Yes! You know why? Because nobody circles the wagons <laughs> like the Buffalo Bills. Hey, man. Oh, shit. All right. So this week we got the Ravens at the Browns. You know the vibes. Ravens every week. Nice. They ruined my parlay last week, but I think it was just a fluke. Hopefully Lamar is not the leading rusher again. 
Uh, hopefully that Zay Flowers gets a touchdown. Uh, I'm riding with the Ravens. Okay. Um, give me the nasty man and the doo doo Browns. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> nasty man. And I was I was hoping it would be freak time for <laughs> Greek freak and Dame Miller, Dame time, but. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna rock with the Ravens this week. Ravens. Nah, nasty, nasty man. <laughs> We're gonna call it Freaknik, Freaknik Milwaukee. Freaknik, Freaknik Milwaukee. Hey, oh my god! Episode? <laughs> I don't. Y'all distracting me, yo. Anyways, we got Monday Night Football: Seahawks at the Giants. Yo, listen, Giants, man, give me my boys. Can I super boost this too? Yeah, sure. Yeah, man. I'm gonna super boost this too, man. I never, I, yo, I'm, yo, we get Seahawks. Ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Geno Smith coming back and wreaking havoc. Oh, this is this is the, the jet, Geno this, revenge this, this, game. This, 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 jet life, this jet life revenge jet song. Life <laughs> jet life revenge song. Damn, that's actually a tough. That, Matt, you go. That's tough. I think about that one. Uh, man, I'm gonna go with the the Hawks. The Hawks. The Seahawks. Hawks. Matt right. knows the vibes. You know what? You know what? Uh oh. Don't do it. Daniel Jones is gonna get his second primetime win. There we go, John. There we go. He'll now John. be two and eleven. There we go. <laughs> two and eleven. This nigga got work to do. Oh my god. Oh boy. All okay. right, all right, all right. And for the last game, we got the Patriots at AT&T Stadium facing the Dallas Cowboys. Man, yo, Bill on the road, greatest road record of all time. Give me the Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones is a is a human piece of shit. Uh, he's a terrible man. I hope nothing good ever comes to him uh, and his career. He likes to touch people in their private parts. And uh, let's go Cowboys. Zeke Elliott revenge game. I'm never gonna say let's go Cowboys, but I feel like the easy money is on the Cowboys. Callus Dowboys. Callus Dowboys. Great band. Is that um, actually a band? <laughs> Who we super boosting? I'm fellas. super boosting the Ravens. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. Gosh, man, I'm gonna. I'm gonna super boost the Bills. Mm. Matt read my mind. I'm also gonna super boost the Bills. Okay. No faith okay. in his team. Naturally. No, I, I do. Actually, Naturally. Naturally, no what? faith in his no, team. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. Really? I should be super boosting really? Ravens every week. Yeah, you I, should I, be. After I wrote it down already. Y'all, are, you're a piece of shit, Justin. And I. Like yeah. he can't erase it. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm wiping the doo doo brown off my finger. <laughs> <laughs> are you the nasty man? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, that's nah, an old time. Nah, just one of his followers. Nah, that's an old time Miles line on the pod. <laughs> nasty bro. man in the doo doo brown. <laughs> Hey, man, listen, <laughs> week four, happy to be back. We're going to see what the vibes is, man. Nasty That's... man and the doo-doo browns. You guys are hilarious. That's a great, that would have been a great fantasy name. Yes. That's going to be my fantasy name. <laughs> one of my list. Are you going to draft Sean? You have to draft Sean at that yeah. point because nah, it wouldn't yeah. make any sense. It wouldn't make any sense if you don't got Deshaun on the team facts. Oh, my God. Gosh, that is that's hilarious. Good, I'm glad y'all enjoyed that. That is that is great. Can Talk I uh, your Can I can I make a shout out really quick? I feel like you should, yeah. Shout out Brianna Stewart taking home her second yes sir WNBA MVP for my New York Liberty. Uh, I know there was a bunch of people upset. Honestly, it was a close ass race between her, Asia Wilson, and Alyssa Thomas. I mean, both 
all three deserving of MVP, and you can make a case for all three of them. Uh, obviously, Asia won the Defensive Player of the Year award. Alyssa Thomas out here breaking the triple-double record this year. It's just WNBA is in a good place, and I'm glad that those three stars are in the playoffs right now, currently battling it out. So, yeah, shout-out Brianna Stewart, pride of uh, Long Island? Yeah. No. No? Not no. from Long Island? Oh, signing. Oh, Austin. Austin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So, Pride of New York. Yep. Pride, Pride of New, New York. York. Here yep. we go. Yeah. That's a fact. But she did bust Bolden's ass in the in the upstate tournament, though. Mm-hmm. There you so, go. you know, there's, it's all much of the same. A little personal connection there. Yeah. Very there much go. so. I told y'all about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I told yeah, yeah. you the Beast 2 story. Facts. I've seen her at every level. It's a good thing. It's, it's good. She, she, is, she is good, man. She's the goods. But with that, I think that's it for uh, for sports. Absolutely. Um, It is time. Not for Anime Book Club, yo. It's time. But for Weeb Weekly. Weeb um, Weekly. Weeb Weekly, we are back watching JJK. We uh, just did episode seven this week, so we are almost almost caught up. Right, mm-hmm. we're, we're almost there. We're, we're going to be there in a little bit. Uh, episode seven of Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen season two. Uh, mostly a fight thing, man. Like, this was a big, yeah, like, I think the visuals were fantastic. Episode. But This is Mekamaro versus Mahito. Um, and seeing how that went. Do um, ever, what's his real name? Or is, we, is it, is, we just known him as Mekamaro. We just know him as Mekamaro. But has he has his Does name? he have a real name? Yes. Have they mentioned it in the anime? I don't remember. Mm. I think they mentioned it in the manga. Yeah. I think when you know when they they uh they show a character for the first time and they pause the screen and they put like the name and the age. Yeah. Like I think they might have done one of those, but I don't remember it. God. So we just gonna call. We him just call Mekamaru. Mekamaru. All right. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. So uh, that was it. Hey man, he for someone like Mahito who like is clearly a problem. Nah, he's a problem you know he definitely pushed him to to i feel like the furthest we've seen him get pushed other than when he fought Nanami. yes so like that like i said a little earlier the visuals were fantastic in this fight i think of course map was gonna do their thing mm-hmm. um but like the big points to me were just setting up like how someone can actually hurt mahito because that was a big thing it's like he is a soul so you have to damage his soul to actually hurt him mm-hmm. So it's like figuring out how that that worked, and then we we like see the first instinct of a simple domain, and like we get a little bit more of the the domain aspect of a when you're caught in someone's domain, they completely control everything around them. So simple domain is how you break it, right? So the interesting where you see Ghetto getting really interested in simple domain, and Mahito talking about, oh, that's another way to use it. You can use it as an attack, mm-hmm. and that shit ended up burdening him. But my son. Feel bad for my son Mekamaru, man. He just yeah. wanted to have a real body so he could touch his girl, essentially, or well, the person he wanted to be his girl. On some Pinocchio type shit. I am mad at him, but he he did sell out his friends to do it though. Yeah, it was like uh, what is it, cutting your nose to spite your face type situation, <laughs> where it's like you thought you were in the right, but it really you didn't really. Yeah, no, I think like, he always yeah. knew he was in the wrong. That's why he was like, I'm gonna just use this. I'm a. He was trying to manipulate them to get his body. And then be like, oh, I'm going to take y'all out. Like, shit was going to be sweet. I'm going to betray my friends, but not really betray my friends. Yeah. I'm so going to get that- my body, but the, it's like, I'm going to betray them. But once I kill them, then it's all good. Then I didn't really betray them in the first place. Damn, he ain't know no other doctors. Like, Dr. Miami wasn't available. Jeez. <laughs> nah. But I don't know, man. Like, homie, he put up a good fight. But he did? And motherfuckers are a different tier, yeah, I thought man. he was. Uh, nah, he... The fact that, like, he's using this big-ass giant robot, right? And he, at some points, he's beating... A Gundam, a, if you will. A Gundam, if you will. And at at certain points, he's out here beating the living shit out of boy. Mm. And you're like, okay, yeah. And then when he... The, the first time he uses his, his um the technique, mm-hmm. blows off his arm. And he's like, yo, like, what the hell? Like, why is my arm blown off? I'm like, okay, yes. Like, we got it. We're, we're doing good. And then we're not doing so good. 
Yeah. The back and forth was was, was kind was kind of ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. it's like like from there, then he's like, I won. Liggas let his guard down. The domain expansion. It's over. And then yeah, I'm learning more about this shit. And then we start leading into what starts happening next with everybody start looking for. Where's where, like where's Gojo at? And then we find we find uh, we the Shibuya incident. Well, not well. It doesn't happen yet, but uh, man, the setup the setup for the Shibuya incident. And for y'all that have that know what it is, I'm 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 kind of excited to see what the fucking visuals and this shit look like mm-hmm. in real time. But you you haven't seen none of the none of the spoilers, John. Nothing. Nothing. I have. You have. Oh, I read ahead. No, but I'm saying you've him. seen. You've seen. The, I'm seeing the spoilers, like in terms of the anime spoilers. The anime ones, I haven't been paying much attention. You haven't seen it. Oh, okay, yeah. so then, yeah. But um, no, nah, like I'm, you know, I, I know where the story progresses, so that's why I'm. It, it doesn't bother me. Um, but I'm, I'm also very excited. Like this is the incident. Like, pretty much the same way how I felt about when we did Tokyo Revengers, where I was like, yo, when they get to this fight this is going to be crazy. Like, when mm-hmm. they get to the Christmas incident, this is going to be crazy. Right. That's how I feel about Shibuya. And we and see, like, the, the preview the preview mm-hmm. of it from with the with the lady in the crowd when she sees what's going on and then she asks somebody if she could see what's going on and they couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. And basically, what this is the gear up to what we've been talking about, what, get, what Ghetto's conversation with Old Girl from a long time ago about, you know, mm-hmm. we got to keep who can see who can see the curses and who can't, like... Well, and dub the people that can't basically. So. Hey, this is like such a wild, like thing. Very rarely do you see in animes like events affecting the normal people this much, mm-hmm. right? When you think about your big animes, unless like it's a completely yeah. separate world, like Naruto, you live in the ninja world, so mm-hmm. it makes sense for someone to attack a ninja village. There to be a war where everyone's involved. Right. But like in animes where there's still an aspect in normal life. Like a Dragon Ball DBZ, Z. Yeah, you don't right? see Yeah. You either see it to where a city gets destroyed, but then they're all wished back to life, so mm-hmm. everything works out perfectly. Or, like, Goku goes, let's go fight somewhere away from everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, shit like that. Like, even in My Hero, My Hero, we definitely saw it towards the end, mm-hmm. right? But, like, that was the turn of it being dark. But, like, a scale of this magnet. But then again, like, the big fights were away from the cities, right? Um. So, for this, like, I'm just excited because I love when shows get dark. And Jujutsu Kaisen ha- always had the dark aspects, right? But like, Shibuya is different in a lot of different reasons, and I'm just very excited to see how it's animated, like you mentioned, and just get that story progression of how how we're really gonna get into it. Like, the show is good, man, and I think it, it us stopping at seven was definitely the right move, and I think it, it tees up, you know, everything that's that's gonna yeah, go I forward. I swear to God, if we watch that Shibuya incident episode, we was not getting yeah, out of here until till, till one till one o'clock in for the morning sure, for sure. So what was the whole thing? I don't like what. So Gojo went in, but every all the other sorcerers and stuff like that, they were saying they had to be on the outside. Yep. So, so what was that? What, what was the reason? Something about communication. Well, they, that, mm. so the thing is, you can't communicate outside of the barrier. Like whatever's happening inside can't be relayed outside unless you step out. Yeah. The barrier isn't to stop sorcerers from coming in, though. It's yes. just to stop information and the normal people. Yes. Right. So they basically are like. Well, Gojo can handle anything, so we're just gonna send Gojo in there, so we don't have to worry about our people getting hurt. Yeah. So they're just everyone else is on standby, not to help Gojo, but in case people try to escape. But they couldn't escape though, right? No, the people the other are banging. sorcerers. So, so the people Whoever inside. Fighting, the, what about the people inside? The normal people can't escape. Normal people can't get out. 
like it's jujitsu sorcerers can come in and out. Okay. So they're like, if there's jujitsu sorcerers who are fighting Gojo and Gojo's fucking them up and they're trying to escape, they're cleanup crew. Got That's you. what they're there for. Okay, okay. They're not necessarily backup. They're cleanup. That's why he said, oh, we're just here to catch Gojo's rebound. Yep. All right. So got you, got you. It, it's a very interesting thing, but like we get to see all these characters back. We get to see Panda again, right? We get to see Panda. We get to see Maki. Um, we see how they're set up. So I, think I like that interaction though with Panda when he basically was like, yo, so we're basically, it's all basically on some fuck the normal people type shit, huh? Mm -hmm. And he was like, damn, that realization. And that, that teacher mentioned another incident that happened where he was like, there was another incident, you know, where people, like a lot of people were involved and he goes, I was there. Like, I, he's like, I don't want to go inside. Like, he's like, why not? He's like, I was at the last incident. So I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to be all right. I'm, I'm going to stay over here. here. I'm going yeah, to stay in my lane. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. AJK, man. I feel like it's pretty much it's it. That, it was a big fight scene and setup. Yeah, honestly, it was in terms of content, there wasn't really mm -hmm. much. It was, yeah. But we did have a lot of sports content this week, and that's why we teed it up. So as as you know, we go forward, we'll have some more anime stuff. We are a multi-dimensional podcast. Absolutely. All. Any last thoughts? Uh, last thoughts. I think it's really cool that Mahito can just Mahito can just go from like animal to animal. Like the yeah. scene where he's trying to escape the lasers, mm -hmm. I think it was like pigeon something. Yeah. And he's just going through the forest as like a bunny and then a rat and then like a bird. And I'm like, damn, like he's like literally interweaving between these animals mm -hmm. so seamlessly. And I'm like, damn, like he really is a problem. Like he can just manipulate his body at any given time. And then you can't hurt him. And you can't hurt him. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, like I really need to see like how, who's really going to put the paws on this man? Because clearly... You got this whole big Mechamaru, you know, Gundam mm -hmm. Sea Titan. He didn't do nothing. He like at the end, he was like, "I mean, for real, for real, that really wasn't a fight. Like, I was, just, mm -hmm. I was cool, calm, and collected the whole time. I was just kind of having fun with it." Yeah. And I was like, "Damn!" And he's he's the type though. Like, we know him as a cocky character, so he's the type to make it seem like he wasn't in trouble, even though we, we know he was. He got a little shook. He yeah. said, "Huh," a little bit too yeah. exasperated. But um, I think it was I like the, the first time Dater got into some shit. Yeah, yeah literally, that's what he's a very Dater-like character. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Exactly. Yeah, it's like as far as I'm saying. So there we go. I think uh, I think I think uh, Itadori has to be the one. Yep. I think I think it's everything is built up so that Itadori has to be the one to, to be kill Mahito. Mahito. Okay. Because after what he did to Old Boy, mm -hmm. that was like the first time where Itadori was like, Nah, I'm I'm ready to kill you. Not mad. Like pretty much. So I think that's that's got to be the setup. Um, yeah, other than that, you guys got anything else? Um, y'all pour, y'all pour jobs out. Well, I didn't, I never, yes, you, so you, if you want to pour someone out for jobless, yeah. Oh, well, I, I'll say my last comments on jobless. For so, sure. honestly, well, you know how I was feeling about mm -hmm. it. Like, overall, this was, this again wasn't one of my favorite ones, but I will say though that the, that the ending of it makes me want to watch season two. So, mm -hmm. I'm gonna watch season two. Nice, yeah, absolutely. This shit, this shit was lit. Do I, who do I want to pour it out for? Uh, Philip. Mm. Eris, mm. Eris is pops. Mm. Like I feel like, obviously, like she was, like she was mad about like everybody dying and shit at the end. But I feel like, damn, like he kind of was, was like I would have liked to see like his character like had developed a little bit more, especially because especially like after the grandfather gets killed. Exactly, especially mm. after the grandfather gets killed, he's a gray rat, and it seemed like him and like him and Rudy's relationship was like, damn, if they never had like a a good like interaction, I don't think he would have tried to like. You know, mm -hmm. help Eris yeah. in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I was like, damn, like Philip died of all of all of, of all the people that could have, but it makes sense. You know, you kind of cut those ends. But based off of how it ended, yeah, I'm excited to see. Like, it was. I think Eris for Eris's development, her going with Ghislaine in real life is actually probably the best thing for her. I already saw like the the poster for the next thing, so I know there's another mm -hmm. time jump. Yeah. So it's gonna be 
it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be interesting to see. But that's my last thoughts on Jobless. And we can put a ball on it. You did you, you want did you announce the next anime? We I was doing? just about to. Cool. Well, I have really quick, Frida. I had a question for yeah. you. Yeah. Did you watch the end of episode twenty three, like the, to the very end after the credits? After wait, was that before the OVA? Before no, the OVA. No, oh. I didn't. I didn't see the the. I, I don't. Mm. I didn't know there was an after thing either. That was what we but talked about. But it sets up season two. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, what, 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 what was it actually? There Did was people in a room with some uh, uniforms on, and there was a silver-haired character, character, with glasses. Did you see that part? No, I don't think I did. I'll uh, go back and watch it though. Okay. You could just get into season two, type shit. Yeah. Okay. It, it's a it's a teaser. It's, it's a for teaser season for season two. Yeah, so this you is, just start but it's a good. Two. But it's a really good teaser. Yeah. This would be this would be a good. See this like season two would be a good weave. That's. Yeah. I was yeah. hoping we season, finished it to, season, to line up, but it started two, faster than I honestly, thought. Honestly, no, it didn't start faster than we thought. Than, than we thought. I think if we like actually like got it, got, got like if we. Like, did everything on time. If we did everything on time, we might, might have been like up to like six. Yeah, we would have been close. Type we would have been close because I think it's set ten right now, ten or eleven right now. Yeah. And when we stopped, technically, I think there was only like five yeah. out. So we, we, we would have been close, right. which is fine. You can do the same thing for JJK, right? But um, Over, yeah. yeah. But overall, though, yes, I will. I, I do. I would. Re- I would recommend this. But I would preface this by saying, like, you really got to understand that season one is like backstory. Season it's one not the, for everyone. Season one, the slow yeah. burn. Yeah. Slow burn. But I can take the slow burn if that it. The plot is worth the, it at yeah, the end. The, the what plot, what's wrong? No, 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 because I thought you was about. I, wait, I wait. was looking at. I, it's not. It's rude to not look at you when right, you talk. Don't, don't do that. It wasn't how. It wasn't that you looked at me. It was how you looked at me. All right. Anyways, we can put a ball on it though. <laughs> Shout out, Rudy's. Um, Shout out, Rudy's. My guy. Uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it for this week's episode. And, uh, we will be starting a new anime book club show. Uh, it is a show that, uh, finished relatively recently. Um, well, season one finished, but, uh, Mashley, Magic, and Muscles. One episode out so far, it's 12 episode season. So we're going to get into that. It's got some pretty good reviews so far. Um, I think it's going to be a nice change of pace to this seems like a beat em up sort of thing, but with some solid plot things, people liked it. So we're going to see how it goes. Magic and muscles. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. Right. Um, All right, we're right. And that's it. We will catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion.